It is time for the second Valley Caledonia trip we have made for the Valley Caledonia tournament on the girls' side in semifinals matchups. It's the Lady Blue Jays taking on the Lesterville Lady Bearcats. We'll get you the starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance momentarily. That Boyd and Associates opening tip is won by Lesterville. They control first. Boyd and Associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for over 20 years. Inside here is a runner from Reese Gray as she takes it to the paint, but it rolls out of bounds and falls out. It's going to go off of Vi Burnham and bringing those starting lineups. That is Glenn Berry. Let's start with Vi Burnham real quick. They're going to start Natalie Wigger, Clara Gibbs, Abby Wilkinson, Cattell Payne, and also uh, Lexi Harris. That's for the Vi Burnham Blue Jays, who right now are playing defense. On offense right now, Faith Stultz, also Grace Hicks, uh, Zoe St. Jim, Sydney Hawkins, and Reese Gray for the Lesterville Lady Bearcats. The pass is tipped down low. Controlling, though, is Faith Stoltz, and she'll take it to the paint where she's fouled. It'll go against Telly Payne. Well, neither team looks real sharp yet, but we're only less than a minute into the game. Straightaway three ball. That's Hawkins. That one is no good. It's rebounded by Natalie Wigger, and she steps on the baseline and will turn it over. Those starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills. Insuring the parkland since 1955. And J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency located at 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Shelter Insurance, proud to be a part of high school sports. We're your shield. We're your shelter. There's a three ball from the far wing. That one is good. It was Grace Hicks to get things started. And Lesterville has the lead. And on the second possession Viburnum has had. This one lasted about four seconds rather than two and we get a carry call so they turn it over again. Well Viburnum has uh, not had very much luck here on this first two uh, possessions. The first one they get the rebound step out of bounds and then on this one they bring it inbounds and get maybe to half court before they give it up. To the far baseline driving in with a little floater from about six. That one wouldn't go. The shot I believe was Sydney Hawkins but now they go with Zoe St. Jim and she'll put it in for two. A deep jumper from the near side. And there's a five count so on the third Viburnum possession they will turn it over on the baseline. No just before the five count a timeout taken by the Lady Jays. We'll take it with them. Five nothing is the score. Lesterville leading Viburnum on KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool, video games, and of course any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, We'll Let Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Out of the timeout, Viburnum gets across the timeline. Underneath the basket, it was 
Alexia Harris, where she was fouled by Reese Gray. She'll go to the line for two, missing on the first. The score is 5 nothing in favor of Lesterville. 6.25 to go, and that is an air ball. So we will inbound on the baseline. And on that foul there, just a reach in from behind. She probably could have left her alone because she didn't really have a great control of the ball, but at the same time, the foul was just a little bit uh, ticky-tack, I think, anyway. Here's Grace Hicks. She has five points in the game. Make it a 7-0 advantage on the great assist from Faith Stoltz, who drove in. Here's a deep two from the near side. That one taken by Abby Wilkinson. It's no good. An offensive rebound. Spin around put back from Catelli Payne is no good as well. Tapping that one back to her teammate is Gibbs, who has it, but she lost it. Another turnover. Quickly the other way, Lesserville off the leg of an outlet feed for Grace Hicks, and it rolls out of bounds. I beg your pardon. It was Zoe St. Jim there that it went off of. And seems, so, so go ahead. Seems like it, uh, Viburnum is having a hard time figuring out who wants the ball at this point. Nobody seems to be aggressive enough. Outlet Payne, pay, or outlet pass rather to Catelli Payne. She gets it to a teammate and it finds Lexi Harris. She'll put it in and Viburnum's on the board 5-2. And Faith Stoltz the other way again quickly. Got it to the far wing and she'll get it back. Between the circles now, Stoltz with it, dribbling to the left wing, pass Zoe St. Jim, now into the left corner, back to the wing. It's Faith Stoltz, 5.24 to go in the first quarter. Here's a right wing three ball, that one's just too far, the shot from Sydney Hawkins, and it's picked up with the rebound by St. Jim. They go back to Hawkins' far side. She'll send an inbound, or an in, interior feed, rather, at the low post for Reese Gray, and she'll spin around and put it in. 9-2, Lesterville on top. Winner of this one finds themselves in the championship on Saturday. Here's another deep two coming from Abby Wilkinson. No good. Reese Gray with the rebound. Outlet feed. Stoltz on the far side. She controls. Gets around one. Little floater along the post. No good. Stoltz is fouled. She'll go to the line for two more. The foul goes against Clara Gibbs, her first, and the team's second. Well, it seems like right now, anyway, that the... Uh Viburnum Blue Jays are a little bit uh, searching. They're looking for somebody to kind of take control of this game as the first shot goes way off by uh, Faith Stoltz. So that's uh, a no-good shot. But uh, it seems like that on the other hand, you've got Lesterville that kind of has their rhythm already get get going. And if uh, Viburnum isn't careful after the second free throw is good, they could be looking up at some double-digit leads here pretty quick. The score is 10-2, and that'll be a turnover on the outlet feed. It's number three for Viburnum. And Lesterville will inbound the pass just beyond the reach of Lexi Harris. And so the inbound in the backcourt, and Lesterville will cross over with Stoltz just in front of the scorer's chair. Now she's at the top of the key, got it for Reese Gray, streaking through the lane. She'll put it off glass and good. Gray with four, 12-2. Score Lesterville leading. Quickly the other way, Payne. She'll Euro step to the cup. That one's just off the base of the glass and no good. It's picked up by Clara Gibbs and getting a piece of it as well as Piper Fitzgerald and we'll go held ball, Arrow, Viburnum. For those of you that aren't here tonight that uh, aren't watching the game and trying to listen at the same time, you wouldn't really know. But uh, those that are not watching this game live, you're watching a Viburnum team come down here and not really set up their offense very well. It's kind of a uh, one-on-everybody kind of offense, and then uh, usually not getting a second effort. Pass to the near side. Lexi Hampton has it at the near wing. She'll go back to the top of the key for Natalie Wigger. To the far side now. That's the left wing, and trying to drive in and get a shot away is Payne. She'll finish off glass and good from about six feet. That's about the best we've seen so far from Viburnum down 12-7. 
And on the other end, a deep three ball going to rim around and go off the top of the backboard and then hit the rim again. That three ball coming from Grace Hicks, I believe. Yes, it was no good. The outlet feed out of bounds, but it's tipped by Lesterville. And Viburnum will get it back. They'll inbound in the backcourt. 12 for the score. Lesterville on top. 3.57 to go. Well, Lesterville has done about everything right here tonight. Viburnum has had some issues so far. Let's see if they can put together a little string, maybe get themselves back into the game. Hampton has it, and she's called for a carry, so she doesn't have it anymore. And another turnover. And Lesterville will get it in the backcourt. Those are the kind of uh, errors you hate to see when there's really nobody out there. You're not really under a lot of pressure, and you just happen to pick the ball up a little bit and move it over. You just hate to see those kind of turnovers. They can be avoided very quickly. 3.41 to go in the first quarter. Stoltz has it on the far side. Deep three just in front of the baseline. It's good. Piper Fitzgerald on the board. 15-4. Lesterville leading in a game that could send them to the championship game where they will play the winner of Bismarck and West County. And a good job of keeping this one in by Catelli Payne. Got it to her teammate, Abby Wilkinson. Her pass along the baseline misses everybody, goes out of bounds, and another turnover. That was kind of a microcosm right there of their offense tonight. They, first of all, get a shot down low, can't get the shot off, so she saves it before it goes out of bounds, gets it to a wide-open uh, player who throws it across the court and out of bounds. That's kind of the way things have been working for Vi Burnham here tonight. Five turnovers so far. The senior Reese Gray across the timeline, fit a pass down low for Piper Fitzgerald at the low post, lost it but picked it back up, and we go held ball. As Grace Hicks had to pick it up for Lesterville, I believe getting a piece of it on the other end, Lexi Harris. Arrow favors Lesterville. They'll get it out to the left corner for Reese Gray. She'll drive into the high elbow, float a shot away, can't finish. It's rebounded by Lexi Harris. And so the other way is Viburnum, an offensive trip, dribbling off her foot. That is going to be Lexi Hampton, and now we're going to go held ball again. This time, Viburnum has the arrow. They will inbound just in front of the Lesterville bench. And we'll get it. Go ahead. Viburnum just looking for some answers here tonight as they get a few subs in for Lesterville right now. Viburnum looking for some better shots and uh, maybe second chances off of rebounds. Here's a good look from the far corner. That one taken by Katalie Payne. It's no good. It went a little too far. The rebound was taken by Sydney Hawkins. The other way, a shot from Lesterville wouldn't fall. Now Viburnum again, this time at the near wing. Sent inside at the low post. Shot Harris. No. Rebound Sydney Hawkins again. And now Abby McNeil for the Lady Bearcats. Got it over to Hawkins. She'll go to the right wing. Now to the left wing with a pass. That is Piper Fitzgerald. She'll dribble between the circles and angle to the far side. Sent a pass inside for Abby McNeil. Head of the arc. That's Hicks. Deep two ball from just beyond the elbow is no good. The far rebound picked up by Natalie Wigger. Wigger the other way. She'll dribble to the far side with a pass. Got it to Abby Wilkinson for a shot. I beg your pardon. That was Catelli Payne. It's no good. She's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Both teams have gone a little bit uh, cold here in this second part of the first quarter as we get down to about two minutes left in the first quarter. And uh, getting back into this ball game could be a, this could be a good time for the Lady Blue Jays to do that. But they need better shots and some free throws here. First one rattles around and falls out at the Complete Vision Care 
foul line. Complete Vision Care offers quality eye care, premium eyewear, and customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. The ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. The second one was no good. Reese Gray picks up another rebound. Faith Stoltz the other way. She'll have it back at the left wing. She'll hoist a three ball. No, it's a deep two. Her feet were on the line. A deep two for Stoltz. She's got three in the game, 17-4. And now the other way, a pass to the head of the arc, knocked away, picking that one up is Payne. She'll take it to the cup, miss underneath. The rebound, though, grabbed offensively by Wilkinson. Got it back for Payne. She's going to back up beyond perimeter and now drive in. Gets a round one. A screen was set. She'll take it to the cup. Off glass, no. Another offensive rebound. Harris, spin around, put back. Oh, no good. Sakura Jackson, the sophomore for Lesterville, has a rebound. And now Sydney Hawkins the other way for the Lady Bearcats. For Stoltz. Between the circles. Offensive trip. They're on the far side of the court. We're set up along the baseline in the corner. Here's a deep three from the right corner. That one's good. It's Sydney Hawkins. Make it 24, the score. And Lexi Harris the other way. Outlet feed. That's Natalie Wigger. She'll take it to the cup. Be fouled. If they say that's in the act of shooting, I believe. That'll put her at the line for two. Her numerical counterpart and Faith Stoltz committed the foul. Her first and the team's third. Well, these are shots that they need to make right now. Uh, four, 0 for 4 so far from the free throw line on the Blue Jays. First one off glass and good. That puts Natalie Wigger on the scoreboard with a single point trying to make it 2. The score is 20 to 5 currently. I don't get the feeling right now that Lesterville is playing so well that Viburnum can't come back. But Viburnum is going to have to get better shot selection. They're going to have to run a little bit more of their offense. It seems like their offense right now is get it to one or two different uh, people, get it down and take uh, on the rest of the team. And they need a little bit more constructed offense. Second one, no bound, no good. Rather, the rebound taken at the top of the arc by Gracie Hicks. She'll go coast to coast. Can't finish because she's fouled. Contact made. She'll go to the line for two. The foul is going to go against... Via Burnham, it'll be Abby Wilkinson. That'll be her first and the team's fourth. I beg your pardon, third. Nobody really in any foul trouble right now. Everybody picking up their first fouls here at this first quarter. Hicks at the line for two on the far side. That one's no good. I think on the other hand, when you look at Lesterville, had they hit a couple of more shots from the free throw line and also from the field, they may really be way out in front. Second one for Hicks is good. I, I'm with you. The inbound for the Lady Blue Jays finds Abby Wilkinson at the timeline. She'll feed a teammate. Now it's inside for Harris, but she lost it. But the Lady Blue Jays get it back. Holding is Wigger. She's between the circles. Pushes off of Stoltz. Floats a pass for Harris at the near elbow. Got it to the far side, outside perimeter Hampton. Now into the near corner. That's Payne. She'll drive baseline. What a play to get around. Jackson floated off glass and good. Payne with four. It's 21-7. And the other way, a shot off glass. That one coming from Grace Hicks didn't fall. The rebound for Viburnum. Taking it down the floor is Natalie Wigger. She can't finish. It's rebounded by, that was Reese Gray. Stoltz the other way. She'll go off glass and good coast to coast. Well, that last shot by the Viburnum Blue Jays went all the way down and came back out, it looked like. So they're not getting any breaks with the basket either. And there's a turnover, and Lesterville will have last shot. Stoltz has it three seconds on the game clock. She'll get around. That is Harris. Float it to the cup. No good. Thought she was fouled as she fell down through contact. Didn't get the whistle. We are through one quarter. It's 23, Lesterville, 7, 
for Viburnum. The two leads the three. This quarter break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsigral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. We'll take you to the quarter break. Come back for the second quarter, 23-7 the score. Lesterville leads by Burnham on AM 1240 KFMO. Ron's Tire in Farmington is ready to serve all your car, truck, RV, home, and farm equipment needs. They even provide mobile farm service. If you're in need of tires of any kind, trust the folks at Ron's Tire Center on Parsh Boulevard in Farmington. Ron's Tire Center, a proud sponsor of high school sports. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor High School Sports Online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Lesterville with first possession, spin around jumper from Zoe St. Jim at the wing, no good. Viburnum with the rebound, it's stolen back by the Lady Bearcats. 23-7, they lead, bounce pass all alone right there. That's St. Jim, she'll finish from the low post, she has four. You look at this Lesterville team, they've got some height on them, they've got some speed, and they seem to be controlling the ball better and not turning it over, which Viburnum just did for their eighth turnover here in this first half. 25-7 is the score. It was a travel called. Lesterville will inbound on the near side. The Lady Black, or Bearcats are they wearing black jerseys. Letters on the front read Lesterville over the numbers with an arc. Numbers and letters on the front and back. Red trimmed in white. Striping on the side is red and white. It, the white fans out along the pants. Here's a jump shot along the baseline from Sydney Hawkins. No good. Right under the cup. And the rebound goes off of her and out of bounds. Viburnum will get it back. The Lady Blue Jays wearing their white jerseys, but they're the road team on the book. White jerseys are the home jerseys as that pass is tipped away. Lesterville has it. They're going to need to get across the timeline before the 10 count, and they do with the streaking that is Lexi Harris. She'll take it to the cup herself. I beg your pardon. That's Catelli Payne. She's good for six on the game. Make it 25-9. Did you count an extra step in there, too? I did. I did <laughs> count an extra step. That was a Euro step and one. Yeah. That was an NBA Euro step. <laughs> Payton comes the other way. Got it to the far wing. A three-ball hoist. That coming from Wilkinson. No good. Rebounded by Olivia Mason. Mason loses it to Natalie Wigger. One on two the other way. Gets around. Stoltz takes it to the cup. Can't finish, and Stoltz will pick up the rebound. And I think that's something right there Viburnum's got to do better. They had a one-on-one -on -one basically there, and they still got off a very hurried, not really clean shot. Deep two, rims around and falls out, but an offensive rebound put back good for St. Jim. The original shot came from Abby McNeil. So St. Jim has six. She's tied with Grace Hicks. Here's a pass to Hampton at the near wing. They feed it around the arc. Now it's Wigger with it into the near corner. Now a bounce pass to the low post. That's Payne. Spin around, up, and no good. It gets too much of the back iron, and rebounding is St. Jim again. She'll cross the timeline, pick up her dribble feeds Stoltz between the circles. 
Stoltz to the left wing. Spin around, deep two. McNeil, that one's short off glass. Offensive rebound, Stoltz. Bounce pass down low, un- unable to control that one with St. Jim, but she gets it to Stoltz off glass, no good. Another offensive board for McNeil. It's knocked out of her hands and out of bounds. Well, it's Bismarck, or uh, rather uh, Lesterville. I keep wanting to call it Bismarck, which is uh, coming up in the second game. But uh, Lesterville just keeps getting those defensive rebounds or offensive rebounds over and over and over. They're getting two, three, sometimes four chances at a bucket. That's why they're way ahead in this one, 27-9. They'll inbound right of the lane. Got it to the right elbow. This time dribbling with it is Reese Gray. Reese Gray into the center circle. Floats a pass. Right wing for McNeil. Into your feet at the right post. Down low. Bounce pass underneath. 5.30 to go in the game. It's lost. Reese Gray is there. She'll hand it off to her teammate, but we get a whistle. And a lane violation is called, and it'll be the third turnover by Lesterville. Is that correct, Glenn? That is number three, and wow. that was a uh, easy one to call because I think most of the team was in the lane for <laughs> yeah. over three seconds. They were in there for about four or five. The official that called it was Jim Gerwitz. He may have been a little lenient on the three seconds, might have given him about six before he called it. <laughs> Here's a pass inside, stolen by Reese Gray. An outlet feed quickly to a streaking Grace Hicks. She couldn't corral it. Instead, she has to stop and catch and pass, and it's intercepted by Hampton. So a turnover on both ends. Here's Natalie Wicker. Gets around McNeil. Went Eurostep. Had to feed a pass to Clara Gibbs. Gibbs for Payne. Payne now for Wicker in the near corner. That pass knocked away by Reese Gray. And another turnover falling down there, but receiving was McNeil, and she'll get a pass back for Reese Gray, who will feed to the far wing and an offensive trip. And that's a three ball coming for Sydney Hawkins. It wouldn't fall. I beg your pardon. That was Piper Fitzgerald. The other way after the rebound from the Lady Blue Jays. Interior feed. Lexi Harris nearly got away with the walk. Put it off glass and good. That was a little bit of a stutter step. If she had taken maybe a half step more, she probably would have been called for the travel. And Reese Gray going to go coast to coast. Didn't even use a head fake. The lane just opened up and she went right to the cup on the near side of the lane. Make it 29-11. That ball, uh, that play actually just kind of developed because the player, the defensive player, stepped out of the way almost as if she was saying, okay, let me get out of here. Two Lady Bearcats collide on both ends of the floor. The shot from McNeil was no good. Her rebound putback attempt wasn't good as well. Then she got another rebound putback and put it in. I beg your pardon, that was Catelli Payne. She has eight. So two rebounds on that play. We're going to get an injury timeout as... On the collision, it was McNeil who collided with her teammate, I believe, Sydney Hawkins. And she, we'll... she walked off the floor under a little bit of pain. I think what they did is I think they collided in the uh, torso area, and I think it knocked the breath out of one of them. Uh, and she's just having a hard time getting her breath right now. She's sitting down, trying to get some deep breaths, and I think she's going to be okay. But uh, it was a collision, and it did not feel good. 29-13 is the score. For stat purposes, that was three rebounds for Catelli Payne after she hit on the fourth attempt. Westerville will inbound on the baseline to the right of us. It'll be Sakura Jackson, the sophomore, wears jersey number 34. These are some sharp Lesterville jerseys. The dark color. Match with the red and white really offsets well. I like the Lady Blue Jays jerseys as well, going with the white. Letters and numbers, blue trimmed in black. Wording on the front is Lady Blue Jays. The lady over the numbers, Blue Jays underneath. The shot from Lesterville was no good. It was rebounded by the Lady Jays. At the near side, Payne 
Down low for Wilkinson, into your feed. That is Lexi Harris at the low post. She'll spin around and put it over Sakura Jackson and in. 29-15. The other way, though, is Lesterville. Jackson was there but guarded cleanly. And the other way, Payne again. She's got one to beat. Euro stepped to the cup, but she lost, and it goes out of bounds off of Lesterville, getting a piece of it with Piper Fitzgerald. You know, my burden faked me out in the pregame warm-ups because they were down here wearing T-shirts that said Arcadia Valley Tournament, I guess. I don't know. They were just T-shirts on top of their uh, regular uniforms, and I thought, wait a minute. Why is Arcadia Valley here? <laughs> in the near corner, Payne has it out of the inbound. She's going to drive into the paint, floater, and get a friendly roll as it didn't look close, but it rolled in up and over the rim. Payne with 10. 29-17. So Viburnum hasn't gone away in this one. Here's a defensive rebound picked up by Harris off the miss from Zoe St. Jim. Outlet feed, leaping Payne. She controls with one hand. Got it to the near corner. That's Clara Gibbs. And a bad pass. That one was forced. Payne is there after it was deflected by Grace Hicks. Payne has it. Circling perimeter. Driving in. Low post shot. Saying no. Sakura Jackson. And she'll get it off for Sydney Hawkins. Hawkins, outlet feed, Hicks, up and underneath, no good. She was too far along the, the glass when she went for that layup. Outlet feed, Gibbs the other way. She'll pull up at the elbow, hoist a shot, no good. Payne with an offensive rebound, put back attempt, can't finish. Another offensive rebound, Gibbs, she'll go high off glass. That one's no good again. Sakura Jackson there for the board. And Lesterville the other way. Here's Fitzgerald, far side. Now between the circles, got it to the left wing. Four Hicks, interior feet, Jackson, low post, spin around, put up and in around Lexi Harris. Jackson on the board for two, 31-17. Well, she did a good job that time just getting the rebound, kind of using her body to keep the defender away and putting up a little mini hook there to get it into the basket. Deep three on the near side, pain, nothing but net. 13 for her. It's an 11-point game after the triple. Now, if they can make a defensive stand here and get a bucket down here, they've got the lead under double digits, and that's something they may want to look for before they get into half. Fitzgerald will receive this pass on the far side. Hoist the three and hit, and just as quickly as the three points were put up, they are erased, 34-20. Nearly a turnover in the backcourt. The Lady Blue Jays are going to have to cross over. They do. Payne has it, blocking foul called Sydney Hawkins. Yeah, that was a foul where she just walked up there to try to set up some sort of a, you know, just to kind of block the uh, offensive player from coming around the line and getting a good run at the basket. But instead, she kind of leaned back and kind of threw her hips into it. That's where she got called for that, her first foul. They go with Zoe St. Jim, rather. That'll be her first. Payne has it, top of the arc. Into your feed is stolen by Lesterville. It was Stoltz. You got it to Fitzgerald. I beg your pardon. That is Hicks. They'll go back to Hicks. Near side three ball rims and falls out. And there's Reese Gray with an offensive rebound and a putback. Gray with eight in the game. 36-20. 55 seconds away from the Belgrade State Bank halftime report. The lead is 16. The inbound feed finds Payne, but she turns it over down low. Stoltz high off glass and good. From the low post on the far side. Make it 38-20. And this pass is going to be stolen again off the inbound. Stoltz was there again. And the pass rolling on the floor. Finds Hicks. Deep three ball on the near side from Sydney Hawkins. That wouldn't go. It's rebounded up top. Wilkinson, 25 on the game clock. She gets it to Payne. Payne into your feet to a streaking Hicks. Stolen by Reese Gray. Game clock down to 20. They'll bounce it back for Gray. She's going to pick up her dribble. Now drive the other way. Cross the timeline. Gets around one. Try to get through the paint. Deep floater from the foul line no good 
Rebound by Payne. And she's going to lose it to Reese Gray. Five seconds on the clock. Gray back up. No, good again. Offensive rebound knocked away, and we're going to get a foul on Lesterville. I believe they're going to go Abby Wilkinson with 2.8 on the clock. Yes, that's where they're going. Wilkinson, that'll be her second. And that is unfortunate for Vibertum. They had cut it down to 11. We're looking for a defensive stop. Got a three from uh, Lesterville, and then they put the press on. Since the press came back, the full-court press, Viburnum has not scored a point. They have turned the ball over four times, a grand total of 16 turnovers in that first half. 38-20 inbound with the time expiring. A deep three from Reese Gray is no good. At the half, 38-20 the score. Viburnum put up a lot of points in that second quarter. Unfortunately, they let the, the margin slip away late in the second we're at halftime. 38-20 is the score. The Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report follows this message. You're listening to AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. Hey, guys. Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. We're buying a car. Is it rocket science? To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we love. Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. 
When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. At the half, the score is 38-20. to 20. Lesterville leads. They are the two-seed. Three-seed is Viburnum. They trail by 18. We'll get into the individual numbers first as we're into the halftime report brought to you by Belgrade State Bank. And a, a balanced scoring for Lesterville. They have eight from Reese Gray, then seven from Faith Stoltz, then six from the following. Piper Fitzgerald off the bench, Grace Hicks, and Zoe St. Jim. Then they have three from Sydney Hawkins and two from Sakura Jackson. For Viburnum and the Lady Jays, they're led by Catelli Payne with 13 points. They then have six from Lexi Harris and a single point from Natalie Wigger. Scoring by quarters, 23-7 Lesterville in the first, 15-13 Lady Bearcats in the second. At the half, 38-20, team numbers, Glenn Berry. All right, we're going to look at some team numbers, which look pretty good for the Lesterville Lady Bearcats. But remember the number 16. That's numbers that are going to be very important here in this uh, first half. First of all, for Lesterville, 12 of 27, that's 44%. Three of eight from the three-point line, that's 38%. And two for four from the free-throw line at 50%. Rebounding, a little bit surprising. We'll tell you why in just a minute. But first, we've got your Vibertum Lady Jays um, uh, stats here. Eight of 24, 33% from the field. One of three from the three-point art, that's 33%. Here's your first number, 16. One of six from the free-throw line, that is 16%. And then the other 16 that's not good, turnovers in that first half. 16 for the Vibertium Lady, um, uh, Lady Jays. Uh, when you look at the rebounding totals, you're looking at rebounds. Vibertium has actually out-rebounded the uh, Lesterville Lady Bearcats. The reason for that, they got a lot of cheap rebounds on some early shots, while Lesterville has been pretty consistent on the offensive boards. So when you're looking at this uh, first half, 21 rebounds for Vibertium, 18 for the Lesterville Lady Bearcats. But again, that's misleading because some of those were kind of cheap rebounds. Got a shot, got your own rebound, put it up again, got your own rebound. In fact, we had like four on one uh, actual play there, so that's the difference. But the number 16, again, 16% from the free throw line for Viburnum, 16 turnovers for Viburnum. That has got to be the difference in the game, which is an 18-point difference, which would have been better if it would have been a 16-point difference. Absolutely. The halftime stats brought to you by Samson's and Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Samson's and Ford Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online to SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Glenn, before we take a break, uh, I asked Lesterville's coach about the pronunciation. It is Kate Lee. Kate Lee, so like Kaylee with the T. Okay. Unfortunately, Lesterville's not her coach, but she gave me the pronunciation <laughs> anyways. So she's on Viburnum. She wears jersey number three. It's Kate Lee Payne at half 38-20. Our Belgrade State Bank halftime report break will bring us back, and we'll recap the first half between Lesterville and Viburnum at the half. Score 38-20 on KFMO. 
For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Back on the Belgrade State Bank halftime report one final time. And Glenn, if you had to take a look at this game and, and the score is 38-20 and it doesn't really look close, 18 points, Viburnum... They stayed in, in it really well up until the latter half of that second quarter. That press at the end of the quarter. I mean, they were down by 11 at that point, and we were talking about the fact of, hey, if they could make a defensive stop here, get the ball back, they could get it under a double-digit lead, and you would think, okay, that's manageable. But then they got a three, did the Lesterville Bearcats, from uh, the uh, deep corner, and that put them up by 14, and then they put the press on. And after that, it was all... Uh, the uh, Lesterville Lady Bearcats as they just continued to press Viburnum. Viburnum would turn it over. They uh, committed like four turnovers at the very end of that half, and that just kind of sunk them deeper in a hole, down by 18 right now. They're going to have to shoot better from the free throw line. They're going to have to uh, get better shot selection from the field. And even though they're out-rebounding the Lesterville Lady Bearcats right now, they're going to have to maintain that and by, me, by all means, stop the turnovers. 16 turnovers is way too many for a game, and they had that in the first half. I did like Lesterville's movement with, with the ball later in that second quarter as well because Viburnum's defense wasn't able to keep up with it, and that's where they were finding the open threes, and that's what extended the lead to 18 points. At recess, it's 38-20. You can listen live online all season long at, at KFMOsports.com, brought to you by Ledco Community Credit Union, serving the residents of St. Genevieve, St. Francis, and now Madison Counties, offering totally free checking and free Internet banking. Use the mobile banking app for bill pay and check deposit capture services. That is Ledco Community Credit Union with two locations to serve you, 820 East Main and Park Hills and 551 Cars Boulevard in Farmington. Member services is their top priority. That will wrap up the CarSmart, or excuse me, the Belgrade State Bank halftime report, 38-20 at recess. When we come back, third quarter action between Lesterville and Viburnum, the Lady Bearcats lead on KFMO. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, the Lode, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next. I am 1240 KFMO. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Time 
timeout. It would be the Lady Blue Jays surrendering, surrendering first possession after they throw it out of bounds on a pass to that Lexi Hampton couldn't control. Then the other way, Lesterville, a Sydney Hawkins three from the far wing. Ricochets out of bounds, and now on the inbound pass, she'll knock this one out of bounds. It'll stay by Burnham. 38-20, third we talk, quarter. We talked about uh, limiting the turnovers. You know, by Burnham has to limit the turnovers. What do they do? First possession, they lose their possession and, and commit a turnover. Second possession, they almost lose it again, save for a, a uh, Lesterville hand getting in there to touch it before it goes out of bounds. And right now they're having a hard time getting the ball inbounds and up court. They're going to be hit with a 10 count soon if they don't get across the court as the full court pressure from Lesterville is trapping the Lady Blue Jays in the corner on the near side. Now they escape, get it across for Abby Wilkinson, who just in the nick of time got across. They sent it down low on a shot from Adriana Asher, and she can't finish. And it's coming the other way, and Lesterville will finish with Sydney Hawkins underneath. What's the tale of two teams right now? And it's a 20-point lead, what at one time was an 11-point lead for Lesterville, and Vi Burnham again having trouble running their offense. And Vi Burnham looked really good, too, when it was just 11 points, and the wheels have just fallen off the tracks as another pass from Stoltz down low. That one is taken away, though, by Clara Gibbs. And so the other way, it'll be Lexi Hampton. She'll set up on the right wing. The teams have switched sides. Now Lesterville attacking towards us. Vi Burnham away from us along the baseline. A pass to nobody. That's going to result in a turnover as the arrow is facing the direction for Lesterville. Pass into the paint. By Burnham actually did a good job of getting somebody to the ball as it was rolling through the paint. I believe it was Clara Gibbs that got a, an arm on it and forced the arrow. Well, obviously Lesterville has some size on By Burnham. They're a little taller. They've got a little bit more athleticism. But uh, this By Burnham team is going to have to make their passes a lot sharper, like that one right there, which almost resulted in a buck bucket for Lesterville. A good pass down low for St. Jim, but she couldn't finish, and it's turned over the other way. Reese Gray at the low post. She'll take it underneath, get it to her teammate, Gracie Hicks. She'll go up for a shot and miss, but she's fouled, so Grace Hicks will go to the line for two. She's one of two from there today. And that time down, Abby Wilkinson takes the ball for uh, Viburnum. She backs up into her defender, and then she picks up the uh, ball and turns and throws it right to somebody from Lesterville because they can see it coming a mile away. The first one, no good. This will be attempt number six as a team for Lesterville. Coming into the half, they were two of four. Yeah, neither team shooting very well from the free throw line right now. And uh, Lesterville, they could pile on a little bit if they could start hitting these shots. Second one, around and in. So Hicks... Two of four at the line. She's got seven points in the game. The score is 41-20. Inbound pass to Lexi Harris. They'll get across the timeline with Wigger on the near side. Bounce pass down low for Payne. That's Kaitley Payne, and she puts it in. 15 for her from the low post. When Kaitley Payne is hitting shots, this Viburnum team is much better. Sakura in the paint. Her shot was denied. Got her own rebound. Went for a shot again, but lost it. Lexi Hampton with the rebound. Now she gets it off for Kaitley Payne, and as she crosses the timeline, she'll be fouled. I believe they're going to go Faith Stoltz. They will. That'll be her second and the team's first of the half. So both teams with a foul in the second half. We're in the third quarter. It's 41-22, 5.30 to go before another quarter break. Here's Wigger at the far wing. Dribbles around and has it for Wilkinson, but she'll lose it top of the key. Fast break the other way. All alone, Hicks off glass. Can't finish. The rebound knocked out of bounds by Kaitley Payne. 
Well, Hicks would like to have that one back. She just get a little bit too much mustard off the back glass trying to lay the square shot up and a timeout called by Lesterville, I believe. We'll take it with them. 41-22 the score. Lesterville well out in front and a 2-3 matchup with the shot at the championship of the Valley Caledonia Tournament. On the line, you're listening to it on AM 1240 KSMO. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Marcus. Let's just say you can't take America's Dairyland out of Culver's. Like the real Wisconsin cheese on our juicy butter burgers. The farm fresh dairy in our fresh frozen custard. Even our crispy golden Wisconsin cheese curds. It may sound cheesy. (laughs) Cheesy. But we love where we come from at Culver's. Almost as much as we love sharing it with our guests. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Out of the timeout, a Lesterville turnover results in a missed basket from Natalie Wigger. It was Reese Gray with the rebound. And then the other way came Lesterville, and they put it up and in with Grace Hicks. Now Hampton, far side at the wing. Interior feed to the near elbow. Bounce pass down low for Payne. She'll lose it, and picking it up is Wigger on the near side. On perimeter, guarded closely by Grace Hicks. Into your feet to a streaking pain. Oh, a reverse layup is good. Pain with 17 points in the game. It's 24, I beg your pardon, 43-24. It's one of those passes when she makes it, you go, oh, no. And then when it gets there, you go, okay, good pass. <laughs> yes, it was a, sort of a, I guess if you will, a suicide pass. As it's stolen by Wigger, two-on-one the other way. She'll get a pass to Payne. Off glass and good again. 19 for Payne. Great job by Wigger that time, drawing the defensive player to her and then just dumping it off to a wide-open Payne. Reese Gray will cross the timeline. Float a pass over the head of Payne and got it to her teammate. That is Hawkins. Hawkins has it back from Hicks. Into your feet at the low post on the far side for Fitzgerald. She'll spin around and be fouled. As Fitz on the shot, she'll go to the line for two. I haven't had a signal yet. I think it's going to be on Hampton, no? Yes, it is going to be on Hampton, so it'll be her first. And it was kind of an incidental foul. She was standing closest to the player with the ball, and she had her foot there, and the player just tripped over her foot, so they called her for tripping, but it's one of those things where you got to be aware of where you are. A wide-open three from the near side misses from Sidney Hawkins off the inbound, and Reese Gray going to pick up a foul on the backcourt. That'll Kay- be, oh, sorry, go ahead. Kaitley Payne has done everything she can here tonight to try to keep Viburnum in this game. She's not shooting very well from the field, but she is making some shots, plus she's getting some rebounds. That's her eighth rebound on the night. So we still see the full court pressure from Lesterville floating a pass with a hook to Hampton. She'll send it to Payne down low, off glass and good again. 21 points for Kaitley Payne. Even though her club's not winning, she is still in the running for some Little Caesars Pizza Pizza for the player of the game, and Here's Stoltz around with the hook shot. No good. She's fouled. Stoltz will head to the line for two. Little Caesars offers 
lunch at a price you can afford. Get two slices and a 20-ounce drink for just $4. If you're feeling a little hungrier, add a half order of breadsticks for just a dollar more. Or you can get a four slices of deep dish pizza and a 20-ounce drink for just $5. Available daily from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's lunchtime at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. And that's where I was, and that's what I got for lunch today. As the first one rims and falls out, Stoltz good on the second. Four or two for four on the game. She's got eight points in said game, and it's 44-28, and we'll get a substitution. I'd like to see Stoltz do a little more of that in the game where she takes it down low, but I'd like to see her kick it back out whenever she gets it down there and draws the defense to her. And Natalie Wigger can't control this one. It's the fifth turnover of the half by, by Burnham. Well, they're kind of on pace for another 15-16 turnover half which is not good Stoltz on the far wing she'll drive into the paint little floater from five. Oh, can't finish it was a good shot and it's rebounded by Clara Gibbs she'll hand it off for Capely Payne Payne the other way streaks around Hicks takes it to the cup herself and finishes 23 for her if there were ever a game where the losing team could have a player that is the player of the game it, it's got to be this one the other side the leading scorer is Two is uh, Grace Hicks with nine. The shot no good. The other way, Wigger. She'll go off glass. That one's no good. There's a rebound. Payne and a putback. 25 for Payne. What a night she's having. And now the advantage is just 12 at 44-32. And 11 rebounds to go along with those 25 points so far. She seems to be in the right place at the right time. On the far side of perimeter, it's Hicks. Interior feed for Fitzgerald. She sends it to the low post. That's Reese Gray fighting for it. And a foul going to be called. Are they going to go with Payne here? They are going to go with Payne. So that'll be her second and the team's fourth. Kind of foul. You hate to see them commit when they do something like that because right there at that point, number 24, Reese Gray really had no idea what she was going to do with the ball. She was just trying to pick it up, and she couldn't get a handle on it. Three from the far corner. Hicks too far, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Harris. Oh, they're going to say that one goes off of... Abby McNeil. Oh, I don't I don't like that call, Glenn. I, in fact, I think about two or three people on this side of the court said the same thing, including a couple of uh, the uh, Viberta Blue Jays, but they'll take it. They trail 44-32. The inbound finds Lexi Harris. She'll go with Kately Payne, and now a feed down low and a bad pass from Abby Wilkinson. She would have lost it out of bounds, had to keep it in. Two on two the other way. Bounce pass off glass. That's Hicks. She's good. 11. And she leads Lesterville, 46-32. Well, you've seen Lesterville uh, do this before where they've turned on the defense and caused another turnover here. Another turnover sends Stoltz to the lane where she tried to bounce it to her teammate Hicks on the near side, but she's fouled first. It'll be the fifth on Viburnum. It's going to go against Abby Wilkinson, her third, and we'll get a timeout taken by Viburnum. It's a full timeout, 46-32, 1.53 to go in the third quarter. We'll send you to a break, pay some bills, and get you back to the third quarter action, 46-32 on KFMO. LaCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. If you need the best, then put us to the test. Dale Mosier Auto Body. 
Consider it done, consider it done right. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LaCary Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Out of the timeout, the inbound. Stoltz for three from the far wing. No good. She's going to get her own rebound in the paint. Float it from five off glass and good. Stoltz with ten. What a good play from her. An individual effort on the two shots. Yeah, and if you're Vibertum, you can't let her get in there and get that rebound with so many people around the ball, but she did, and she put it back up and in. The lead is 16 for Lesterville. They play defense. A pass down low for Payne. Off glass. No good. Tips her own rebound into the air, and it's picked up by St. Jim. But she'll lose it to Payne. She'll go Euro step. She'll go around. She can't finish with a hook shot, and the rebound falls out of bounds off of Reese Gray. Those are the first two shots that Payne has missed in this second half. She had gone, uh, looks like, seven shots in a row. No, six shots in a row without missing, but now she's missed her last two. And she'll get the inbound in the far corner. Take it around one. We're going to get a whistle as Payne is fouled. They're going to go with Zoe St. Jim. That'll be her second and the team's third. Well, the head and coach of the uh, Listerville Lady Bearcats, which is Melissa St. Jim, barking out some, uh, some orders there as Payne takes a shot, a deep two, and it misses it. That was a deep two. That wouldn't go. It's rebounded by... That was Abby McNeil, and the other way, it's Stoltz. She's fouled as she tries to hook a shot. I beg your pardon, it was Grace Hicks. Stoltz got the pass to Hicks on the far side, went with a little hook shot on the far baseline. It didn't go. She'll go to the line for two. She's two of four tonight. The foul goes against Payne. That's her third, and the team's sixth. First one rims around and falls in. Well, I don't think either coach here tonight will be looking at this game as a game to show their team and say, this is how we want to play it. But right now, Lesterville is doing the right things when they need to, especially when you see this Viburnum team claw back in. Hicks has the rebound, but it's turnover. Reese Gray on the floor, has to pass to her teammate who has to dive and keep it in. Hicks couldn't, but she gets it back. Another turnover down low. St. Jim was there, but a good play by Payne to come back and knock it out of bounds. Good defense. That is, That was a microcosm of this game right here where you had two different Viburnum players with an opportunity to save the ball in bounds, but instead threw it right back to a player from Lesterville. It's like they just can't buy that rebound. Inbound to Stoltz. She takes it way up high, finds herself in the paint, sends it to Sakura Jackson, who puts it in off glass and good. Jackson, go ahead. I told you I wanted to see Stoltz uh, get inside a little bit more, and I guess she was listening to me. (laughs) Here's Wigger with an errant feed. Jackson, coast to coast. Oh, the shot falls in, but it's denied because she traveled in the paint. Well, it looked good, but uh, it just didn't count this time around because she took a few many two steps, a few steps too many down the lane, and uh, another turnover for Bismarck, which is their sixth of the half, but only 11 on the game. Clara Gibbs loses it all alone in the backcourt, off glass with the layup. Grace Hicks on the assist from Stoltz. Hicks now with 14. We've seen Stoltz really get involved in this game in this second half, uh, defensively all over the place and offensively taking it down and uh, dishing it off to somebody wide open. Wigger to Lexi Hampton. Now they go back up top for Clara Gibbs. Back for Hampton, far side. Six seconds to go in the quarter. Deep two on a jump shot. 
That one from Wilkinson, no good. And a rebound for Stoltz. Half court heave, just missed to the right. 53-32, we've played a quarter of the second half. And we head to a quarter break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsicall, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Seven on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. Eight minutes left to play, 53-32. Lesterville leads with a chance to punch their ticket to the championship game on Saturday. You're listening to it on KFMO. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this spring, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Out of the timeout, Lesterville had first, or excuse me, Viburnum had first possession. They turn it over to Reese Gray. Her pass is turned over again. So Lesterville has it back. It's Wigger, top of the key, driving in. Her shot is denied by Jackson. The other way, a brief power play. It's Sydney Hawkins into the paint. Now kicking back out is Hicks. She'll go back inside for Reese Gray. Her shot no good. Jackson offensive rebound put back. No, it's rebounded by Wilkinson. The other way, a deep pass. That one's going to be knocked away, but a foul coming here against Hawkins. It'll be her first and the team's fourth of the half as we just have 7.21 to play in a 21-point game. It was as little as 12 midway through the third quarter. And again, after it got that close, Lesterville took it over, Glenn. I think you're looking at Brooke Harris right now talking to her team saying, hey, they're giving us some opportunities to get some shots down here, but we're squandering those opportunities. And while she's talking to the players on the bench, Vi Burnham gets caught with a jump ball, which is going to turn the ball back over to the Lesterville Lady Bearcats. Lady Bearcats will inbound. 53-32, they lead. 7-13 to go in regulation. The winner of this one will face the winner of the next matchup, West County and Bismarck in the championship. Gray, Reese Gray, thought about a three. That is the championship game. Now she goes out to the near side for a deep three ball from Hawkins. No good. Rebound put back for Gray. It's not up as well, and she knocks it up top on the second rebound attempt, and Clara Gibbs steals it. Now for Payne through the paint. That's going to be a walk or a foul. No, they go held ball. And so the arrow will stay with Viburnum. Well, Viburnum needs to make a run. It's 6.50 left to go in this contest. They had a run early in that second quarter. They started uh, getting back into the game, 17-point quarter. But now in that last quarter, only scoring 12, they need to start making a little bit more of a run here. Inbound to the right or left corner, rather. That was a three from Payne. That one's no good. The rebound goes out of bounds. Caitlin Payne has had three shots from the three-point arc. She's hit one of those. It was a big bucket early, 
And uh, you can see that she wasn't real happy with the way that uh, turned out. But uh, they're going to need some of those threes to fall, and somebody else is going to have to get hot besides Caitlin Payne. Piper Fitzgerald in for the Lady Bearcats as she controls. Got it to Gray, now outside for Hicks. She'll take it to the paint and lose it to Payne, who forces a turnover. Outlet feed for Wigger. Dribbles around Reese Gray. Going to go up and underneath off the glass. Can't finish. Rebound Fitzgerald. Low dribble for Fitzgerald. She'll get it to the near side for Hicks. Interior feed all alone. That's Jackson off glass and good. 55-32. Sakira Jackson's done a good job with her limited playing time here tonight, picking up six points in this game and doing a pretty good job of finding the best shot. As Payne loses it, they'll kick it back out for Wigger at the right elbow. She'll spin it up top to the near wing. Now for Payne in the near corner. She'll hoist a three. That one is airballed and short, and Reese Gray catches. 5.55 to go in regulation. Outlet feed for Fitzgerald. She'll back up at the far wing. Got it inside at the elbow for Reese Gray. She thought about a three, or thought about a deep two, rather. Didn't take it. Now she's going to drive in. Oh, an underneath layup there, if you will. No good. Jackson with the rebound. Put back. Shot no good. She's fouled. I thought Reese Gray on that shot when she went down low, if she could have put it in her left hand. And so many times we talk about this with high school kids. They're right-handed, and that's the only hand they use to shoot. You got to develop that left-handed layup. And if she had a left-handed layup there, she might have had a much easier bucket there. Absolutely. 55-32 turns to 56-32 as Jackson is good on the first. 540 to go in regulation. We had our Lacey Tadich sighting of the evening. We did. Saw her on Saturday walking by. She is the assistant coach for West County. 56-32, second one from Jackson, no good, and losing it out of bounds off of Reese Gray was Caitlin Payne, so she'll inbound just to the right of the Lesterville bench. And the hard inbound finds Wicker. 56-32, her club trails, 5.30 to go in regulation. A little overhead hook feed for Payne down low, up and underneath, no good, but she's fouled, so Payne will head to the line for two, where she's 0 of 2 today. Well, right now this Viburnum offense is a little predictable, and I think that's why the Lady Bearcats have done such a good job against it. They know that they're going to try to find uh, Caitlin Payne somewhere down there. They need some help from people like Natalie Wigger, maybe somebody like Lexi Harris to at least get on the boards and do something. And so far, it's been all uh, Caitlin Payne who misses the first free throw. Second one up and good. So 26 for Payne. The other way is Lesterville. Interior feet at the low post, spinning into the paint and putting it up and in. Good play from Sakura Jackson. She's got nine. Really balanced scoring for Lesterville in this one. That's a good shot by Sakura Jackson there. She used her body to defend or get that defender off of her and put it up and in. Payne the other way. She's denied by Jackson. The rebound rolls out of bounds off of Viburnum, so Lesterville will get it back. 5.07 to go. They lead by 15. And we get a timeout. 58-33. I beg your pardon. That's 25. Quick math here from the uh, from Valley Caledonia High School. 58-33 in a timeout. We'll take it with them. You're listening to KFMO. You're probably expecting some punch on a joke. Some wow or some pow. But not this time. Nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln. The whole lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937? And we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just want to tell all of our loyal customers, thank you. Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. 
Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you, our customer, instead. This month, when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want, you get a $100 gift card with your purchase. Our reputation and history is still your guarantee. Come in and see us at Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty, and leave as a part of the Sism Ford family. Call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at SismFord.com. Gift card with completed vehicle purchase. See dealer for details. Out of the timeout, Jackson was no good. Got her own rebound, sent it into the paint for Abby McNeil, and she'll finish. Two for her, 60-33. Olivia Mason, the only, well, her and Mary Weaver, Lady Bearcats yet to score. Down low in the paint is Payne. We're going to go held ball, arrow, favors Viburnum. Well, there's an example of the predictable offense. They went down to the other end of the floor. They set up their offense, and then they started looking inside for Caitlin Payne, and they threw it inside, and she was being triple teamed. 60-33, inbounding Hampton up top for Payne. She'll take it into the paint, around a defender, off glass, good, and fouled. So Payne going to pick up an and one. She's got 28 in the game and could make it 29. Foul going against, I believe that's Sakura Jackson. Yes, it is her third. That actually puts Viburnum in the bonus, so both clubs in the bonus. And shooting the end one will be Kately Payne. And it's good. So 29 in the game for her. Inbounding her numerical counterpart is Abby McNeil. She gets it to Faith Stoltz. Stoltz will cross the timeline on the near side of the court, get it into the near corner for Piper Fitzgerald. Back to Stoltz up top. To the far wing, that's Olivia Mason. Mason to Stoltz. Stoltz dribbles high. Got it to the far side for three. That's McNeil. That one rims around and falls out. Bounce pass controlled, or bounce rebound, rather, controlled by Stoltz. And as she goes through the paint, she's fouled on a shot. And she'll go to the line for two. Well, how many points did you say that uh, you had Kately Payton down for? I have her for 29. 29 points, and they have a total of 36 points as a team. So that tells you that a lot of teams are going to focus on Kately Payne this year when Viburnum plays them. So they're going to need some help from some other folks out there tonight. I kind of expected... A little bit more from Natalie Wigger and maybe even Lexi Harris. Not bashing them. I'm just saying that's what I was looking for mm-hmm. in this particular situation. And they didn't get much help outside of Caitlin Payne. And that's why they find themselves down by 24. Stoltz is good on the second. One of two on this trip. I'm completely with you. Payne can't do it herself. I mean, you can score 29 points. And if it's just you scoring, your team won't score. And that's what we see here. You got Harris for six and Wigger for one. Those are the only other scorers. Payne with 29. They go to Abby Wilkinson. She'll dribble around the arc, taking it around the corner. That is Payne posting up. Instead, they go Wigger far side. Still has Payne at the post. Wigger still with it. 3.45 to go in the game. To the near side. Here's the three from Wilkinson off glass. No good. The banks aren't open in Caledonia this late. And Faith Stoltz has it. Outlet feed into the paint. McNeil. Oh, her shot was denied. Saying no was Wilkinson. And now Payne has it. I don't think the banks are open at all in the lobby anyway. (laughs) In Caledonia. (laughs) 61-36. With it, Wilkinson. Hands off for Gibbs. She'll circle the wagon. Get it for Wigger. Had it, lost it. Picked it back up. She's guarded by Faith Stoltz. Has the height advantage. They go back for Gibbs far side. Interior feed for Payne. And the paint. Ooh, a little hook shot with the left hand. No good. And the rebound taken away by Abby McNeil. McNeil for Stoltz. Stoltz gets around. That was Gibbs. Going to take it to the paint herself, but lose it. 
off of Payne. And so it will be Abby McNeil to inbound for Lesterville, leading 61-36. Of course, we're talking about Belgrade uh, State Bank, which is a part of this community for many, many years. Deep three from the far side. Piper Fitzgerald is good. She's got nine. Make it 64-36. And they also sponsor our halftime report. That is Belgrade State Bank. And taking it the other way, Kately Payne, one point away from 30 in the game. And she hands it off for Gibbs to the far side for Hampton. Back to Gibbs up top. At the wing, Hampton again on the far side. Game clock down to 224. Score is 64-36. Losing that one is Wilkinson, but she's fouled. It's going to go against Stoltz. That'll be her third and the team's eighth. And so we shoot a one-and-one. You've got to give credit here to the Lesterville coach. She realizes what they're looking for is Kately Payne. So what they do every time down the floor is they put out there, it looks like a 2-3 uh, uh, zone out there, and basically what's happening is wherever Payne goes, they are sticking one person on them, and as soon as she gets the ball, a second person collapses, and she's double teamed right away, sometimes a third. The shot on the free throw was no good. St. Jim had the rebound to the near side. Hawkins for three around and in. Sydney Hawkins with eight. 67-36, and that will induce a running, oh, not yet, running clock. Is it 30 at the high school level? I believe so. So we do have running clock now. It's under two to play. Play still in progress. Diving on the floor and colliding are a Lady J and a Lady Bearcat, and we're going to go held ball arrow favors by Burnham. So they'll get they'll keep control, and yes, we do have running clock. It's going to tick under 145, 67-36. The lead is Lesterville's. And at the point you were asking, the clock was running because they were <laughs> playing, but so it was hard for us to tell. But uh, you're right, uh, the clock is running, and that means timeouts like we have right now, a dead ball uh, on the court right now. So that means the clock still runs with 126 to go. 85 seconds to play in regulation. Here's Abby McNeil between the circles. An offensive trip for Lesterville, leading by 31. Now it's Hawkins. Got it to the near side. Interior feed for McNeil. Off glass. No good. Rebound going to be taken away, and Mason has it. Olivia Mason into the paint for Weaver. Back up top. Three ball. Far side. Good. Zoe St. Jim. She's got nine. 70, uh, 36. 55 seconds to go in regulation. Well, that was a great shot by Zoe that time. She got a wide open shot. She said, you know what the heck? We're up. Let's just go for it. So Gately Payne has it. She'll work into the low post, put it off glass around and out. The rebound knocked away and out of bounds by Adriana Asher. I think another byproduct here of having a player like Caitly Payne, who is pretty much most of your offense here tonight, 29 of the 36 points as it looks like her night is done, is the fact that she's worn out right now. She is completely tired and sitting on the bench. Losing that one in the paint and picking back up and passing. That was Mason, and now a pass goes out of bounds. It goes off of Viburnum to inbound just in front of us. It will be Abby McNeil. And that will pretty much run out the clock. Five seconds on the inbound. She gets it to her teammate, dribbling her along baseline as Weaver. She'll take it to the cup, put it off glass and good at the buzzer. And it counts. Weaver with two, 72-36. The final score, the in-between game shows, follows this break. Coming up, we'll have West County and Bismarck with a shot to face Lesterville in the championship as the Lady Bearcats beat the Lady Jays 72-36. We'll take a break and come back with In Between Game Show on AM 1240 KFMO.